so what makes a good Christmas campaign? Well, it's a good story, isn't it? They all mainly involve relationships, people going on a journey and ending in a better place than where they started, having found something or someone that just, you know, completes them or makes everything better. I know what some of you might be thinking. Here we go again. The standard Christmas rant from the vicar, moaning about how Christmas has become commercialized and how we've got to get back to the real message. And while we're all stuck here, a captive audience... He'll be having a pop at Santa next. Well, before you switch off uh, or switch onto Facebook, uh, let me just say yes and no. Yes, I really, really do want to share with you the real message of Christmas. Uh, But no, I'm not going to have a rant at what Christmas has become. So please bear with me for the next 10 minutes or so, uh, because what I hope you'll find is that what I have to say is both surprising and, I hope, heartwarming for you this Christmas. Okay? You see... With each of these Christmas adverts, with any Christmas adverts, these retailers, these shoppers, uh, shopping uh, companies that they're made for have a vested interest, don't they? Some of them might try to hide it by telling us that Christmas is really about family and relationships and spending time together enjoying the season. But with each of these brands, what they're saying is really, at the base of it all, is you need to buy their products or shop in their shops to have a truly special Christmas. That's their message. Some of them are just more blatant than others. So Sainsbury's, making Christmas Christmas, or little more for everyone this Christmas, or as the let's make Christmas extra special. That's the real message of their stories, no matter how good they make us feel or how well they try to disguise them. So that got me thinking, what makes a good Christmas campaign? I want to suggest there are four key ingredients. A good campaign involves very carefully crafted words that make up the story. They're designed to give you a vision of the good life, a life that you want, especially at Christmas. They have near-perfect lighting and cinematography for £7 million, you'd hope they do. And finally, they're very costly. Over £6.8 billion was spent on advertising this Christmas. Very costly. So that's it. Four key features, four ingredients that if mixed well and done in the right way, guarantee a good impact and great sales. Unless you're barber, because no one here has seen that. That's a shame. (laughs) Do you know what the first Christmas campaign ever was? In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You probably recognize these famous words from our reading a moment ago. They come from the first chapter of one of the four biographies written about Jesus Christ. This one was written by one of Jesus' closest friends, a guy called John. John begins by spending the first half 
of the first chapter of his gospel, describing something so deep that it almost gives you a migraine to think about it. He then devotes the next 20 chapters of his book to unpacking that first half of the first chapter alone. He begins by describing someone remarkable to us. This person it is the very physical embodiment of all of God's words. He is the very word of God. And as the very word of God, he is the truth because God cannot lie, right? The whole of the known and unknown universe was made through this word. Everything we see and feel and touch and smell around us, all living things, all mountains, trees, stars, planets, people, children. And since he made everything, he is the one who gives them life, gives us life. That makes sense, doesn't it? If he made us, he animates us, he gives life to us. But not just the life we're enjoying right now with mulled wine and mince pies and donuts, our beating hearts, our breathing lungs. In this word is a special, more precious kind of life. I said earlier that the Christmas campaigns are trying to create within us a desire for the good life. And we work extra hours to save up vast sums of money to buy this dream life that they show us at Christmas time. The average family in the UK is expected to spend an extra £800 on top of their regular spend in December on Christmas gifts, food, drink, and decorations this year. We're trying to make the people around us happier at this special time of year, and we do it mainly with our money. Life in all its fullness, if only for one day a year. But we have this book, the Word, the Bible. And we find in the Bible that this Word, who is life, offers anyone who receives Him, anyone who believes in His name, the most amazing, full, and joy-filled life that money could never buy. And it's the life that we're promised will last forever. Tonight when you leave after this service and go home, it'll be dark, won't it? And most of us will enter our houses and we'll fumble around in the darkness for a light switch. And the instant the lights come on, we can see everything around us clearly, can't we? Well, this everlasting amazing life that this word brings is like a light. That when you receive it, it takes you out of the darkness and makes everything clear. All of a sudden, life makes sense. Our choices have meaning. We understand the world and our place in it because of the word. It's the kind of light that makes the shadows of our past, the things we've done and said that we shouldn't have, our mistakes, our grief. It's the light that makes those shadows disappear. The word who is life and light 
came into the world over 2,000 years ago. This word became flesh, became a man and made our world, which he made his home. His name is Jesus Christ, and he is God. John tells us later in his biography that Jesus was given to us, to the world, as a gift. To bring light and truth, to illuminate our lives that the first ever gift given at the first ever Christmas was the present that God gives to us of his presence with us. The gift that gives the most full, amazing and joy-filled life forever to all who receive him, to all who believe in his name, who believe that Jesus Christ is God. God himself became a man, born as a fragile and helpless baby laid in a manger for you. Can you believe it? Will you believe it? Jesus the baby grew up like we all do and became Jesus the man and did many miraculous signs and said many profound things. And his story is more gripping and more compelling than any TV commercial. Over the next four months in our services here at Christchurch, we'll be tracing the story of this man, Jesus' life, from one of the biographies of him, from John. Seeing Jesus through the eyes of the people who met him, from a lawyer to a social outcast, from a close friend to someone who would betray him. We'd love for you to come back to hear what John has to say about the Jesus that he knew personally, that he lived and walked with, so that through his words, you might come to know Jesus personally too. Come back and meet Jesus if you haven't yet. Now, hang a sec. There is uh, one crucial point I've left off my list, isn't there? A good Christmas campaign is very costly. Seven million pounds, in the case of John Lewis. How, how is this story costly? You're right. I've missed something. But the first Christmas campaign was so much more costly than all the others put together. Let me ask you one question. Think on it for a moment. Don't shout it out, but what is the one thing that God cannot do? The one thing he can't do. God cannot die. The one who made the whole universe, who keeps the planet spinning, who gave you life and breath, well, he cannot die. It's an impossibility because if he did die, all that he has made would vanish with him, right? This is the surprise of the Christmas story. The reason the Word who is life and light became flesh, the reason Jesus Christ made his home with us, was that so as a man in human flesh, he could do the one thing that God cannot, die. Even though Jesus, the God-man, made everything and everyone, the world he made did not recognize him as God, John tells us. The people did not receive him for who he really was. They stayed in the dark. Instead of accepting him at around 30 years old, the darkness of this world tried to snuff him out. 
the light of the God-man Jesus. And Jesus allowed himself to die on a cross as he had planned on that first Good Friday. But like John told us in his reading, the darkness has not overcome it. The word Jesus. When by the power of God's Spirit, Jesus was raised to eternal life on that first Easter morning. You see, it was planned from the beginning that Jesus, the Word, would be sent into the world 2,000 years ago to rescue us from the consequences we face of living in the dark and to bring us into the light and truth, back into relationship with God. That is why God became a man, to take the consequences of our choices upon himself. And by doing so, he rescued us from fearing the consequences of our choices so that we could have life in its fullness, living in the light. This is why it's the most costly Christmas campaign. Because it cost God everything. All because he loved us. The people he made so much that he was willing to give himself up for us so that we could know him and live with him forever. This is how much God loves you, each of you. So next time you watch the Christmas adverts on TV with all their promises, take a moment to remember the first ever Christmas campaign that God used to tell us about the first ever Christmas present, that God sent his son Jesus Christ into our world to bring us truth and eternal life, to lift us out of the darkness into his glorious light, all if we receive him as God. It may be that you want to know more about who Jesus is or what he came to do. Do have a chat with John or I after the service, or if you came here as a guest of someone, ask them. They'd love to tell you about Jesus and share with you his story. Or join us here weekly on Sundays in church. Or come along to our course we will have a course coming up a bit later in the year, which we'll hear about later on, where you have a chance to ask questions. Whatever you do, don't pass up on God's free offer for you to receive him into your life, to lift you out of darkness this Christmas. I pray that you know the depth of God's love for you this Christmas. Please bow your heads as I say a short prayer. Father, we thank you that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, into this world full of grace and truth. Father, we thank you that through him we can see you and have relationship with you forever. Amen.